Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. David is uh, going to be producing our broadcast today. Um, if all goes according to Hoyle here, uh, we hope to have South Florida coach Jeff Scott with us here um, momentarily. Also today, uh, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will be here uh, for a segment or two, as he will be every Thursday. Get his thoughts on last week and look ahead to this week. We hope to be talking to Gator basketball player Denzel Aberdeen today as well. And a quick conversation with uh, Harold Gator Hoskins. Gator, the new coach at Eastside High School. Uh, they will play Bradford. Gainesville plays tonight. I think they play Clay tonight. Uh, that's the game over at uh, Citizens Field. Uh, congratulations to Trey Burton and Andre Caldwell. They'll both be inducted into the 2022 Florida Georgia Hall of Fame as part of uh, Florida Georgia Weekend. Cool for them. Uh, that's always fun. Don't know if you saw the Gator Baseball SEC schedule uh, was announced. I'm not a really happy guy. I'm assuming uh, I would go on this trip. I don't know that yet. For a, I don't know why, but a lot of years, Florida always ends up on the road before uh, the SEC tournament starts. And this year, Florida is at Texas A&M before going uh, to Hoover. Uh, but Florida goes to A&M. Uh, Florida will host Vanderbilt, go to Kentucky, uh, host Georgia, at Ole Miss, the defending champions. Missouri is here. Uh, Florida goes to South Carolina, and Alabama comes here. Florida goes to Tennessee, opening weekend, Auburn here. But right now, we're going to talk football. Our pleasure to have the South Florida football coach, Jeff Scott, with us live. Coach, thank you for doing this. Welcome. Absolutely. Glad to be with you. Jeff, I want to talk about, and I want fans to hear, you know, you've had a long relationship with Billy Napier. It goes back a long way. Can you discuss that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I've known uh, Coach Napier for a good while. He and I uh, coached together at Clemson. Um, you know, actually, I, I met Billy for the first time whenever he was playing football at Furman. He's uh, maybe two years older than me, and uh, I was a, a quarterback uh, prospect, and I came up there on an official visit, and I remember meeting Billy there. So that was my senior year of high school, and then I uh, kind of kept up with him, uh, you know, the next few years, and then uh, he came to Clemson uh, as a, a graduate assistant coach and eventually the tight ends coach and rec recruiting coordinator. And, uh, after, and he was doing a really good job there as a young coach and, and great recruiter. And then whenever I got there in 2008, um, you know, I was working on the staff as a graduate assistant uh, while, he, while Billy was coaching tight ends. And then in the middle of that year, uh, Coach Sweeney took over as the interim head coach and moved Billy uh, up to coach the quarterbacks and be the offensive coordinator. And then I got to move up to coach receivers, which is what Coach Sweeney coached prior to becoming the head coach. So 
for the the next two and a half years uh we worked on the uh, offensive staff there together and and uh, i took over as recruiting coordinator whenever uh billy moved up to offensive coordinator and really I, I got an opportunity to work with him every day uh to i learned a lot from him uh as a as a coach how detail or oriented uh he is and and uh maybe some of his philosophies and things that he believes in and then also uh, i learned a lot of uh from him about recruiting and again uh me kind of taking over as a recruiting coordinator uh, right after him you know i just remember spending a lot of time in his office uh late <laughs> at night yeah. talking strategies and and all those type of things. So I, I think that was a uh, a really uh, you know great experience for me as just a young coach getting into the college profession. Uh, you had a very good opening opponent in BYU. Played Howard last week. As you look at tape of those two games, coach, what do you see with your team? Yeah, we're, we're still uh, we're, we're still working. We still have a lot a lot of work to do. I think early in the season, obviously playing a, a strong opponent like BYU, um, you know, whenever you make mistakes, those become magnified, and so. You know, we went back to work uh, after that BYU game. I felt like we uh, did show some progress and some improvements in, in some important areas the next week versus Howard. And then, you know, obviously we got a, a big-time opponent here with Florida uh, this coming Saturday night, and we're going to have to take a, another really big step to, um, you know, be able to compete uh, you, with, with the caliber of uh, team that Florida has. I'm sorry, Coach. What do you see with the skater team? Yeah, I see uh, a lot of speed. I see uh, great size, athleticism. Uh, guys that can really run. I think their their defensive Florida's defensive front really just kind of jumps off the the video. Uh, you can definitely see both Utah and Kentucky. You know how to dedicate more than just the five offensive linemen to be able to block those front four. You know, really having to use their running backs and tight ends to help uh, with that protection. Uh, but you know, overall, uh, I can see uh, on both sides of the ball uh, a team that's well coached. Uh, they're playing extremely hard. Uh, they, they know what they're doing, and uh, they're all playing together. I mean, it, it definitely, um, you know, is going to be a, a huge challenge uh, for us, no question about it. Coach, it looks like in your first two games, maybe a little bit slow <clears throat> out of the gate offensively. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? Yes, uh, we did. Uh, I think uh, last week it, it took us until our, our fourth possession offensively uh, for us to be able to go down and, and score a touchdown, and then from that possession on, uh, we really got on a, a nice roll and in good rhythm, and I think we scored, you know, touchdowns in six of the last eight possessions that the first offense had. But we definitely, uh, you know, can't wait to that fourth possession. Uh, we're going to have to to get off to a much better start this week. I know you had some players out last week. Uh, are you going to get some of those guys back for Saturday? Yeah, we're, we're hoping uh, to get a few of the guys back. We ha- definitely have had uh, a few injuries here uh, over the first two games. Um, we're hoping to get uh, a few of the key guys defensively. Last week we were uh, down uh, four starters def- defensively, and, and uh, we're hopeful to get all those guys back for this week. You have a transfer at quarterback who was at Baylor, Coach, uh, and you know he did a very nice job at Baylor. Assess his play for you so far. Yeah, I think the, the number one thing that he's done for us is uh, you know he's, he's really uh, brought a good presence uh, to our offense, and I think just his overall experience. Uh, what he had, obviously, playing last year, having a successful season at Baylor. Uh, he, he just brought some experience uh, to our offense, to, to that backfield. And, you know, he's done some really nice things. I think, uh, you know, last week we uh, missed a couple uh, deep balls where we had an opportunity. And uh, part of that's just getting the timing and, and uh, spacing and all that down with, with this wide receiver group and something we've been 
uh, spending a lot of time working on uh, this week. Last question. Uh, you played Florida last year, but obviously it's a new coaching staff and, and maybe new schemes. So the fact that you saw Florida, maybe some of the players, but does that get thrown out the window a little bit because a new staff is here with some different things? Well, you know, obviously the familiarity that our players have uh, with their players after playing against them last year. I mean, obviously we got to see uh, Mr. Richardson at quarterback last year. He, he did some really nice things uh, against us in that game. And so, you know, I think just from a personnel standpoint, having some experience with them, uh, that, that's probably a positive. But absolutely, it's, it's a different uh, scheme overall on offense and defense. And so really uh, outside of maybe just uh, some of the personnel uh, situations, you know, you really have to kind of start over because of the, the new schemes. All right, going to be the Bulls and the Gators Saturday night here in the Swamp. Coach Scott's team will be here taking on the Gators. Jeff, thank you very much for doing this and taking the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. You got it, Coach. Jeff Scott, the head football coach at University of South Florida, joining us live here uh, on Sports Scene. Uh, Roger Federer retires. How about that? Um, one of the best to ever play. He just decided it was time. And you know what? I don't know. You know what? Look, Tom Brady may never retire. He might play at least 78. Okay? Some, some athletes kind of know when it's a good time to quit. Some don't. Some wait until their skill set erodes. Um, I'm not a tennis buff. It didn't seem like Federer's skill set eroded much. But, you know, again, for him to do what he did, one of the greats ever to play tennis. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will be here. He'll take your phone calls, questions, and comments. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Kyle Curtis. After an electrifying week one of NFL, two kicks off tonight with two of the best teams in the league. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert will take their undefeated records to Arrowhead Stadium tonight. Tune in right here at 8 p.m. for live coverage of Thursday Night Football. Florida sports are back in action this weekend starting tomorrow when the cross-country team travels to Oxford, Mississippi for the SEC preview meet. The Florida men's golf team continues their fall slate of tournaments at the Fighting Illini Invitational, where other top programs in the country will compete. Additionally, there is local high school football commencing in the area tonight and tomorrow. Gainesville High hosts Clay tonight for Thursday Night Lights, while Columbia and Madison County will have a showdown tomorrow night. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthrex is a global medical device company and leader in new product development and medical education in orthopedics. They pioneered the field of arthroscopy. They've committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare professionals who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. Arthrex is experiencing unprecedented growth. As an Arthrex employee, we have the chance to be at the forefront of the orthopedic medical device industry. They're hiring now at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and out in California. Find out how you can join the team by going to careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com, and you'll find out more. 
Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tahoe fiberglass runabouts and deck boats help families escape the heat. Looking at saltwater fishing boats? Mako combines the spirit of adventure with a legacy of trust. Nitro fiberglass bass boats are designed to make you a champion. Tracker all-welded aluminum boats are powered by Mercury. Tracker boats at your authorized Tracker Marine dealer. Polaris of Gainesville. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, -side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, our customers are asking, and we want to give them what they want. So we're paying top dollar right now for your used power sports vehicle. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. How about that for timing? 
David, if you did that, congratulations. But if not, good timing because that guy is here. You just heard the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, here. He'll be here to take your phone calls, questions, and comments. 392-8255. You can email a question to uh, Russell at WRUF.com. How are you? I'm good. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. How come I can't find a really good Italian restaurant in this town? Oh, I'll talk to you off air. Okay. I'll I mean, talk to you off air. I'm, you know, I've gotten now comfortable enough to know that these are the questions I need answered. <laughs> I've, I've, I can get around town without my phone. I can get across campus without getting hit by a scooter. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm to the important stuff. Yeah, Where important. am I going to get a decent Italian I'll, I'll talk okay. to you about that. Let's get it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John. How are you? Good afternoon, Steve and Sean. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to be able to a chance to talk to you. Um, the first two games, listening to you and, and Shane has been fabulous, and I think that you guys are only going to get better. But uh, I have a question for you about actually about the NFL. Um, are you still calling? I guess you're still calling uh, games for the, the NFL on ESPN Radio. Is that correct? I don't have any on my schedule uh, as of right now, um, and probably if I get any, uh, it would be later in the season. When, well, then I'm going to have Gator basketball too. But that's the one. Th- I would say this, and I appreciate the kind words about what Shane and Tate and I are doing here in these yeah. first couple of games. But uh, it. I could see something like Gators are home on Sunday or Saturday, and yeah. there's an NFL game on the ESPN radio schedule in Tampa or Jacksonville. That might be an easier putt than maybe L.A. L.A. or <laughs> Seattle yeah. or yeah. Right. Sean, understand, and you didn't call the Cincinnati Pittsburgh game because there's a guy that sounded exactly like you. No, I did on not the, on the ESPN radio. So I'm a, I apologize for that. That's but anyway. Good. Keep uh, keep up the good work and uh, enjoy listening to you, and I'll be listening to you in the future. Thank Thanks. you. All right, John. It. Thank you for the call. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. I was looking at the schedule today. Florida's going to play other first four games, three ranked teams. I, I don't know anybody else that's got a start to the season like that. But, you know, I understand after the high of the first week, a little bit of a letdown last week and sometimes Sean you got to give credit to the other team I thought Kentucky's scheme was good and they played well enough to win the game yeah you know a lot of this has come up this week uh first two games against ranked teams Anthony Richardson's first three starts against ranked teams and then if you dig a little deeper on that and this goes to the credit the other guy thing two of those games are against two of the best minds defensively in college football and Kirby Smart and Mark Stoops so look don't get me wrong, 14 points off turnovers last week. Neither of those throws look real smart or good. Um, but let's remember that this is not your average three-start beginning to anybody's career. So th- this get-right game that could be possible this Saturday comes at a very good time for Anthony Richardson and the Gators. And, and I don't know, and we don't know this. We're not you know, on a headset. We don't know what they're doing. I thought, I thought – the strength of Kentucky was their linebackers. They were really, really good and active. But they weren't great offensively. They, they just made enough plays to win the game. They did. I mean, again, the difference in the game is the, is the points off turnovers. No question. And look, the other thing is, you mentioned the linebackers. Kentucky's defense was very specific in that, let's just take zone read for a little bit here. Zone read play, Anthony's read is usually one, maybe a second guy, normally a one-guy thing. They were going to make sure that they, they showed him that the right read is to give the ball off as much as possible. And there was a concerted effort of, well, two things. Rattle him a little bit, which they did. Uh, number two, though, 
we're going to take you. This is kind of a basketball thing. We're going to take you away, and then we'll just if if somebody else over there can beat us, well, that's the way it is. And that's kind of the the that was the Stoops game plan, at least from my vantage point. Shane probably sees it differently. Everybody else, but that's the simplistic view of what they decided to do against him. With South Florida, you know, there Jeff Scott's trying to get his program going. We we saw you know what happened a year ago. But I like the way you said it, bounce back game. I would hope that you know the mentality of this team is let's let's go ahead and bounce back. Let's go ahead and play. Do you think we'll see that Saturday? I do, I do, I really do. I, I'm I'm a little sympathetic to the Bulls here because um, Florida's not happy uh, about the way that they played against Kentucky, and we know what comes after that. So you know, bounce back, get right. You know, kind of the get right is where I kind of lean on this get right game. In that this is your chance to f- feel good again. Feel good again and fix some things, not just from week two, but week one as well, before you hit the road for the first time. And by the way, we're going to play a road game next week. I mean, I didn't. I got you. Got, I, you got a little used to this, huh? I I need a little change of scenery. I think <laughs> it's it is remarkable how many and and they're all the seven seven thirty type starts. So it's like this hamster wheel going on right now. I think maybe even the team might be in favor of a change of scenery. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think. You know, and, and what a place, great place to go, Rocky Top. As you look at the league, you, you think Florida. I mean, look at Texas A&M. I, I mean, they – I just saw something today, you know, where they always give these percent – like a 53% chance to have a winning season. Okay, well, don't get sucked into this FPI oh, stuff. Oh, no, no. And I know, that's, not, I know that's the mothership and we're yeah. all related and family here. Yeah. But – Mm, I get I, it. I'm not a huge fan but of that. But I mean, who would have thought I, that? But what did I tell you last week? That's right. I told you they're overrated. Yep, I, I agree. Yes. Yes. And would they make a quarterback change? And all of a sudden, that trip that was so daunting for Florida, it could end up still, still being is. that way. <laughs> yeah. But we don't know that now. So, you know, we'll, we'll find I out. I don't even know. I mean, if we just take the first two weeks of the college football season, oh. I don't even know what to tell you about two weeks from now. Yeah. So yeah. to get that far down the road, I'm not ready to do that. Uh, Daryl has a question for you, Sean. Through two games of observing Florida so far, who stood out on defense and offense for you so far? Shamar James on defense. Um, let's see, who else has kind of jumped off the page a little bit here for me? Let me get my, my board out. Yep. Well, that, you know what's been good? They yeah. played a lot of young people. I mean, true freshmen are playing defensively. Well, James and, falls into that. Yes, right? and getting, um, yes. Justin Boone. Obviously, the big hit the other day, mm-hmm. um, Princely, Umami Ellen. I, he, I seem to have to call his name a lot, which I That's really good. wasn't thrilled about at first cause <laughs> until I got the hang of it. But <laughs> yeah, thirty three is around the ball a lot for the Gators defensively right now. Uh, you said offensively too. Yep, he said offensively too. Pearsall obviously has you know made a mark as a guy that's going to put the ball you know keep the ball in his hands. Um, I'm still waiting on a few guys, and then. The more I watch Trevor Etienne, whether it be in practice and or game, he's his big brother, and he's probably – here we go. He's probably better than his big brother at this stage. That's scary. Yeah. Scary at this, good. At this stage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a long way to go. But yeah. that's – yeah, that's impressive. When you look around, I mean, Alabama struggles. Georgia – I don't want to say if they're better than last year, but certainly offensively, they look to be better so far. Arkansas and what you know, that coaching staff has done there. What do you think so far, a couple of weeks into the season? I mean, A&M might be the most disappointing team 
Has there been a surprise team for you in the league so far? Because Missouri has not played well. Carolina defensively is bad, at least statistically they're bad. Um, but, you know, even, I mean, Alabama, good as they are, has shown flaws. And, look, that's the other thing, too. Would you agree with this? If you're playing a coach that kind of knows you, mm-hmm. that can scheme you up a little bit, yeah. as Sarkeesian, doesn't that play into that a little bit, too? Oh, sure it does. Yes. We're having just, a hard time convincing some people of that, but I, I think that's a, a factor. It's absolutely a factor. And, and look, I, I, when I watched Alabama last week, again, Sark's really good at that. Um, gosh, Texas probably wins that game if they don't lose their quarterback in the yeah. first half. Let's, he let's was just be clear about that. With. Here's what I think about Alabama, and, and I'm being very careful here because I know what they are. Um, they don't strike me as fast as they've been here recently, both at wide receiver and somewhat on defense too. That defense here in the last couple just flies. I mean, just it's like this blur um, watching them move and shift and everything else. It just it seemed a little that seemed a little off. Um, and you asked about surprises. Can we go either way, good sure, or bad? Absolutely. I, I'm surprised Carolina is what it is right now. Um, that's a little bit surprising to me. I, not that I thought they were just going to jump up into the top tier of the league, but I thought they'd be better than they've shown so far. Um, otherwise, you know, I still believe, probably like most, it's Alabama and Georgia and everybody else, um, but. It's as muddy and cloudy beyond that as maybe more so than we did than we thought two, three weeks ago. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sean, stay one more segment with me. And if you have a question or comment for him, please let him know. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Steve Russell here, and joining me in studio is local real estate expert Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. Thanks for stopping by. The real estate market's big news. What are you seeing? Hey, thanks for having me. As expected, the market has definitely shifted and is now normalizing. Uh, for sellers, homes will sit on the market a little bit longer, and buying power is diminished due to the higher interest rates. So normalizing, not another 2008 bust? Absolutely not. 2008 crashed due to lender practices. These days, standards are at the highest, and it's why I'm able to guarantee in writing that I will sell your home at your price and time frame, or I'll buy it. In this market, it is the best guaranteed way to sell a home. Agreed. And speaking of best, you recently were voted the best real estate company, winning the best of the 352. Way to go. The best of 352 is a huge honor. And on behalf of the entire family at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, 
Thank you to everyone who voted. And thank you, Scott, for being here. Learn more at CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A stall front is still sitting near our area, not as humid to the north and west, a little more muggy south toward the I-4 corridor. A mixture of sun and clouds this afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Scattered evening thunderstorms closer to Lake and Sumter counties, farther north we should stay dry. Overnight, partly cloudy, patchy fog tomorrow morning, lows in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Belichick's an excellent coach. I would never doubt that. But we said he was the GOAT. If you're the GOAT, you've got to be doing a little better than this since Brady left. It's year three now. Stop! If, it's, you if, you're the if, you're, if you're the GOAT, you can't be the third best team in your division because the, your quarterback left three Look, years ago. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I have the satisfaction of having the voice of the Gator, Sean Kelly, here in studio. A couple of questions here. By the way, if you have a question for him, he'll be with us for this segment, 3928255. BB has two questions for you. Uh, when our stadium is really rocking, where do you think it ranks among the loudest stadiums in the country? Mm. Um, top six, seven, probably. Okay. I mean, and I'm just thinking about places that I've been. Um, one thing about that building, it's conducive to sound. So it, while it doesn't have a lid on it, uh, it does hold it pretty well. No question. Um, so there is a there's a distinct difference um, when that crowd ramps up. And I and all you got to do, BB, is is look. Just when you watch games on television, or you come here to the swamp, 
when you start seeing communication problems on the field, that's when you know it's having an effect. Whereas, you know, when the quarterback has to literally get up in the ear hole of a lineman to tell them he's making an adjustment or they have to change to some kind of different kind of uh, indicator. Like, you know, obviously Florida uses the clap all the time. Um, teams like South Florida will like to use a verbal cadence. They won't be able to do so this weekend. So when you start to see that on, on a game on television or when you come here, then you know it's kind of up there in the top tier of noisemakers. He says, since you used to live in Louisiana, spent time with the Pelicans, your thoughts on the New Orleans Saints? Oh, wow. Um, he's, he's a Saints guy. He's a Saints guy. He well, he, he, should, he should be objective enough to know that they got a sneaky one this past weekend. They sure did. Um, and against the Dirty Birds, so... I'm not hating on that whatsoever. Look, I think, I think it, it sure seemed like a typical first game under a new head coach for the New Orleans Saints this past weekend. They're better than they showed against Atlanta. And then seemingly enough, we, we've seen this, and, it, and regardless of sports, the, the, the better teams just find a way. And sometimes it's not pretty, and sometimes they snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat, you know, all those things. So I think it's a sign as to what the Saints are probably going to be in that they come back from, what, 16 down and in a messy, nasty, stupid-looking game, they come out as a winner. So um, I think they're in pretty good shape. They're, they're kind of banged up right now. But, um, yeah, I think they're poised to be a problem for a lot of NFC teams. We all know at this juncture of the season, rankings, I don't want to say they're meaningless, but I, I, I'm not taking anything. It's going to sound like I'm hating on Kentucky, and I'm not. Are they the ninth best team in the country? When Florida went to number twelve, you know, after beating Utah, I don't know. Does that? I mean, are there only really, Sean, two or three really elite teams at this point? Is that a fair statement to make? Yes, I think so, and that's okay. We're two games in. Correct. Three for some. I don't remember though, to this point. I don't remember though wild jumps as as large as we've seen in some time. Yes. You know, team moves nine slots, team drops six, eight slots. Um, I just think it speaks to some parity right now in college football outside of that that top elite you know group we're ta- we're, we referred to. Um, let's 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 value rankings after september can we do that that'll be our little thing on our show absolutely yeah. uh in the time that i have with you uh we'll we'll say what they are but then i won't give them much credence until october fair enough okay what were your thoughts on utah um i yeah, never I asked you that i, I should have well i yeah i thought I, I thought we talked about this last week i i i think they are a solid team nationally and a top-tier Pac-12 team. And and it won't surprise me one bit if they win out after losing I think I did Florida. ask you that. When yeah. you said that answer, right. I okay, I think yeah. I did ask you that. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you know, I'm getting old repeating that's myself that's right. now. Um, Sean's going to be here another five minutes or so. So 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. A lot is made. You know this. I don't care if it's peewee football to the NFL the quarterback position is the position that gets the spotlight good, bad, wrong, right. What do you expect from Richardson this week in terms of his mental uh, state, if you will, his attitude? Look, Billy, Billy praises him for his hard work and, and great teammate, which I think he is. 
How damaging, if you want to use that word, was last week? Do you think he'll bounce back this week? No, I, I think he goes out this week and wants to he wants to say with his play, um, I'm more like what you saw in week one uh, than what you saw this past week. Um, that I'm going to be I'm going to be the guy that was in the same conversation that we all had when when Richardson was named Offensive Player of the Week in the SEC and all that. And I think, um, scheme-wise, whatever, it it behooves Napier and the Gators to get him in a groove early. Whether And it may be a design quarterback run. It might be his favorite route. I mean, all these things seem somewhat obvious, right? Um, but again, this goes back to what this South Florida game should be for the Gators coming up, and that's A, a dominant win, but also the kind of game that gets that good taste back in your mouth and gets you thinking toward what's going to happen in Knoxville a week from Saturday. So, look, I think he puts up a big game. I think that they're going to play complimentary football. Um, I think Florida, uh, South Florida has some kind of red alert things that, that work in their favor that may keep them involved in this thing for a little bit. But, no, this is a, this is a chance for Florida to, I don't want to say exercise demons. That seems awfully dramatic here. Um, but you get my point. I do get your yeah. point. Um, how much pressure do you think there is when not just, I mean, quarterback X sees, oh, I'm a first-round guy, and i got to live up to that somehow. It, do you think that any of that factors in here at all? I do not. But do you think that factors in at all? Sometimes I do. Um, again, we're talking about a guy who, who's making his fourth start now, okay? So sometimes that kind of pressure or that kind of talk comes much later in a guy's career. Uh, I, I just find it very rare that someone with as few snaps as he's had would would get some of the NFL-type attention that Richardson's getting. Now, again, remember, he's, he's the... He's the get-off-the-bus All-American. When he steps off the, the bottom step of the bus, you go, whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I like that. Yeah. So, so for him to hear this talk or this talk to be around him kind of this early in his process, cliche, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's a process. I think that it could have an effect a little bit. Now, and maybe a little knockdown game like Kentucky was, you know, regulates that or says, hey, I, you know, I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. I just need to be... I need to get myself in a position to win games, period. So, what do you think of Levis? He's a throwback 80s-type quarterback. Um, I think we talked about that last week a little bit. He proved that. I, yeah, there's a place for him at, at the next level. Again, he, you know, I think he's a really smart football player. And watch him in person. And I thought Florida did a good job of making him awfully uncomfortable. And he made some good stuff out of you-know-what in that ball game. So... That bodes well for him at the next level where everybody's elite and you're going to be uncomfortable. So, no, I like I like watching him play. Um, look, I think we're going to be blessed this year in the SEC to have a lot of fun quarterbacks to watch, uh, and they're all kind of uniquely different in some ways. Um, so, yeah, I'm eager to see him when he has to run up against Georgia's defense and others. Uh, but, no, I thought he availed himself pretty well. I saved this for last okay. because – a lot of fans focus on the quarterback and the offense, and which I get. But in, in, in this game, understanding that Kentucky against Miami of Ohio didn't run the ball well, they didn't run the ball great, they ran a better second, in the second half better, 
But I think their offensive line is still a work in progress at Kentucky. I think Mark Stoops would say that, in fairness. But given that, I thought that the unit that I thought did play better was the Gator defense. Do you concur? Yeah, and I, and the reason I, I concur is that I thought they were more disciplined on some of the fo- small things and allowed them to play faster. And I thought they did a good job of, of in, well, especially early on, you know, manning the edge a little bit, putting pressure on Levis like I talked about. Uh, and I'm eager to see him again this week. South Florida's offensive line is one of the most experienced in the country. Their combined start total was more than anybody else in the country going into the season. So, you know, talent-wise, are they as good as maybe the other offensive lines that they'll be up against coming up? Probably not. But as far as discipline and knowing how to play together, that'll be something to grade our guys against. Uh, give yourself a plug here when people can tune in to you guys and all that uh, coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, we'll start with you at 3.30 over at the bookstore, correct? Mm-hmm, correct. Right. 4.30, the, uh, the, most of the network comes on. That'll be Tate and Jeff. And then we'll sprinkle in a lot there. And then we'll be um, ready to go in the booth at 7 with uh, Tate and Shane and myself and kick off hopefully no slide. That's an industry term. Hopefully we stick with right after 7.30 and uh, hopefully dry as well on Saturday. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I, you know. And it's less about the playing conditions. I'm, I think now after a couple weekends of dodging this and that, Let's just have a great old-fashioned, full-on tailgate experience. Nobody's got to be waiting in the concourses of the tunnels. Just kind of a, you know, I want the Gators to play clean this week, and I want Gator Nation to party clean this week. Fair enough? Good place to end. Thank you, Sean. I always appreciate you. 1244 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nathaniel Wilson. The Kansas City Chiefs host the Los Angeles Chargers tonight on Thursday Night Football. This is the first matchup of the year between these two division rivals who both have championship aspirations. The city of Jacksonville has announced that former University of Florida football players Trey Burton and Andre Caldwell will be inducted into the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. The induction will be held on Friday, October 28th, as a part of Florida Georgia Weekend. Shifting to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will wrap up their away stint against the Toronto Blue Jays this afternoon. The Rays are currently sitting one and a half games back of the Blue Jays for the top spot in the AL wildcard race. The Rays have 20 games left in this regular season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue is the place I have gone for years to purchase my vehicles. I don't ever endorse something I don't believe in. And I'm telling you, throughout the years, their vehicles for me have been great. They've lasted me a long time, very little maintenance. And that goes a long way in today's world with where we are economically. Don't forget, if you want a new vehicle, they don't have any there. All they have is the best and late model, low mileage vehicles. You can go online, secars.com, check out the vehicles there, pictures, all the information is there. If you want to test drive them, eyeball them for yourself. Go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue. Their sales staff is there to help you and will never try to hard sell you. They'll make sure you get the vehicle you want and the vehicle you are looking at. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Fall is here, and that means it's time to fall in love with a shelter pet. 
Come celebrate the new season by adopting your new best friend this Saturday and Sunday at the PetSmart on Archer Road as the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue bring you some of the cutest, cuddliest pets around. Prepare to fall in love. That's this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's if you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF, 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm going to read you an email. And by the way, we'll open the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Afternoon baseball today, by the way. Uh, one game. The Rays actually play this afternoon. I should say two games. They play at three, a very unique five-game series ends with the Blue Jays today. And uh, don't forget, we'll have the NFL game tonight for you live. That'll be at 8 o'clock. Tampa Bay and Toronto will play just after three. The Jays now have a a game-and-a-half lead on the Rays uh, in the American League wild card. My Mets were swept by the Cubs. They're not playing good baseball. The only saving grace is the Braves are losing too. But uh, not, not good. Paul writes an email, and <clears throat> I had to actually go through and edit it. But here's what he's basically saying. He says, Steve, I'm an avid listener of your show. And most of the time, enjoy it. When I don't is when you try to get people to call and talk sports, and they don't. I love Gator football as much as the next person, and I've called you and talked Major League Baseball or the NFL, but nobody else seems to. And you've talked about this over the years. So I'm asking people who are listening, with a week like this, when no offense to South Florida, it's not exactly a marquee game, talk more sports. It makes the time go faster for those who are listening. Paul, I get asked this a lot. Not a lot. Sometimes. We are in a college market. That's just how it is, right? I'll give you an example. If you were in Philadelphia or New York, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of talk about college football. I I just don't think that would. I'm not saying they don't get those calls, but those calls are in New York, Mets, Yankees, Giants, Jets, Knicks, the vast majority of those calls are that because that's what their lifeblood is. That, that's just how it is. Well, the same here. I will tell you, in all candor, it's frustrating sometimes because there are other things going on in the sports world. It's always, I've said this a million times, it baffles me that more people do not talk NFL here with three teams in this state. But it's just not something where somebody's going to pick up the phone and say, how about those Jags? How about those Dolphins? That's just not in the sauce. Todd says, with Kentucky and possibly most other opponents implementing a definite scheme to limit AR's running ability, do you feel what we've seen the first two games are route route designs take advantage of what the defense is trying to do. 
Are we finding the right places to get receivers and throw the ball? Great question. Uh, he also says, like we experienced with Muschamp and McIlwain, I feel like we're still trying to place the square peg in the round hole schematically. One of the problems, Todd, is you know not knowing what they are doing. But uh, look, I'll say this just from my two eyes. If Anthony Richardson is all that and a slice of toast when it comes to his dual threat ability. Most people, I think, if you don't think so, call me and tell me, that what he does with his legs sets up what he does with his arm. And I thought Sean, when he was here, couldn't have said it better. Kentucky, remember, an RPO or a read, whatever the quarterback's asked to do, if the read is to hand the ball off, if the read is to throw the football, well, he's making the proper read. But then it takes the ball out of Richardson's hands where he is the most effective, which is running it right now. He's not a great thrower. He's not a great reader of defenses at this juncture in his career. In my humble opinion, somehow they've got to find ways to give him more designed runs. I don't think anybody thought in that game that he would have the number of pass attempts he had versus the number of run attempts he had. I don't think anybody envisioned that. Byron will be our final caller of the hour. Byron, hi. Hey, Steve. Steve, that was a great uh, email that that guy called. And, I, I Steve, I, I'm guilty. I, I don't call because when we lose and stuff that I don't want to talk. It's like they don't talk about stuff. And just because the Gators lose, Steve, I've been talking to you about sports, and I'm going to just go through some things. Because I just don't like to bring it up because everyone's going to stay on this game of football. But the NBA, uh, uh, what's going on there with the WNBA? But we don't want to talk about that, so let's not talk about that. Right now, my family, uh, have everybody in my I'm, I'm all I'm all Florida. I've had Florida State fans are fired up and the Miami fans. And they, they just seem, Steve, I, I know I'm going through a complex, but they gang up on us. They stick together, but they can't stand us. Everybody want to see the Gators lose. So who's going to win the state of Florida and be be that team? Maybe South Florida, but that's something to talk about. My, my, my last thing to talk about, Steve, Trevor Lawrence, uh, one of the last things. What about him? If, if Anthony Richardson is a bust, Trevor Lawrence ain't looking too good. And, and if, if you want to get into it, it's pro sports, Steve, uh, is Tampa Bay or Miami going to step up? And we don't know what Jacksonville going to do. But that's my other thing besides what's going on in the Gator world. And nobody talks about that kind of stuff. Go Gators and Tampa Bay and hope somebody do it for Florida. That's my thing of the day, Steve, and goodbye. All right, Byron, thank you. Williams says, your comment about winning the Kentucky game yesterday, helping recruiting, uh, I strongly disagree with you. Winning and losing has little effect on recruiting. Either you're a good recruiter or you aren't. Okay, William. 
you're an 18-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid, and I'm recruiting you, and the last four years, I haven't had a winning record. And David over here is a recruiter for Alabama. I know I'm being extreme, but you're going to tell me winning or losing doesn't matter? What's the selling point? We're going we're gonna to win championships. You're going to be part of a championship-winning team. That's called winning. If it was easy to recruit to a bad school, you'd get five stars at, at uh, Temple, right? Are you, are you telling me they can't recruit at Temple? Are you telling me that all the good recruiters are with schools that are good? No. Winning does have a lot to do with it. Because what happens? Kids want to play on winning programs that are going to play for championships. So to say it doesn't matter, if you have a different thought next hour, you can let me know. But I think it matters a lot. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. Who you hire to be your advocate after an accident is important. Choosing a figurehead lawyer with little courtroom experience may not be your best move. At Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, you will speak directly with one of the four attorneys fighting for your case. You don't need the biggest law firm. You need an experienced lawyer who will present your case with clarity and conviction. You pay nothing unless we win. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. 
Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene on your home of the Gators ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. David Cherba is producing the broadcast today. We thank you for making us part of your busy day. Always appreciate it when you do. I really enjoy this segment of the program. Uh, in cooperation with the Gator Collective, we are bringing to the program today Gator freshman guard Denzel Aberdeen to the program. Denzel, welcome. How are you, man? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for doing this. Uh, let's go back to uh, when you were Dr. Phillips uh, and you chose Florida, Denzel. W- what attracted you to Florida? Why did you choose the Gators? Uh, just the... Uh... Uh, being close to home and the resources this school has, like one of the top universities in the nation and just the people networking that's here. I mean, it's when I came from my visit, it was like family here. And I knew ever since I came on my visit, I wanted to come here. Now, you've had some you know, practices getting ready for the season, you know, fitting in with the team. Uh, what have you learned about how different the game might be from the high school level to the college level? Yes, uh Definitely the pace is one thing I learned. Everything is much faster here, and uh, everybody's much stronger, everybody's smarter. So just learning more about the game and being able to play at a high speed and a high level at all times. Uh, you're a combo guard. Do you like playing the one or the two? I mean, either one, okay. Do you prefer one over the other? Uh, I like playing both, but I prefer the one more than the two. Why do you prefer the one? Uh, just being in control of uh, my team, like lead, being able to lead and making sure everybody's in the right spots. And uh, I just like the being able to start everything off and making sure my team is good with everything. Uh, you're new to the program, but it has a new coach and a new coaching staff. What are your thoughts on them? Uh, I love love my new coaching staff. Uh, coach Golden, Coach Hudley, all of them taught me every, a lot of things when I first got here. Uh, they treat me like family ever since. Uh, I decided to stay and I mean we've been rocking ever since working hard and they just been uh like second family to me have the veteran players helped you too you know kind of letting you know what you're going to expect and you know what they've gone through has that helped you oh yes sir they helped me a lot uh Kyle Lofton he he helped me like um be smarter and stuff he's teaching me how to do certain things and I mean everybody just when I first got here, everybody's really just uh, treating me like, telling me what you got to do and stuff in order to play and uh, just keep keep a high head and stuff. So they're treating me good and yeah. What kind of a guy is Coach Golden? Oh my, Coach Golden is like he's like one of us. He's like a um, young, energetic guy. He's always happy. He's making sure we're doing what we're supposed to do. He helps us on and off the court, whether it's with basketball or school or with life in general. He's just an amazing guy to be around. I can ask for a better coach than him. Um, I always ask this, Denzel. In in school, what are you doing? And I know you want to – I mean, everybody wants to go to the NBA, but uh, what are you in school for? What do you want to accomplish after college? Uh, I'm in school for my major is business and finance. Uh, I'm trying to be a real estate agent. And so that's like my secondary option. Obviously, I want to go to the league, but the league is not forever. So that's something that I'm looking into after um, my – I always ask, have you wanted to do that for a while, to, to go into that field? Uh, yes, sir, because my dad is a real 
Oh, you know? okay. I got you. Yeah. And you learned, right? You learned pretty quick about that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, talk about this, too. Um, we all know NIL and, you know, what players are, are doing and possibly getting now. How much pressure is there, if any, uh, in terms of the IL, uh, NIL for a student athlete now, Denzel? Do you feel that at all? Uh, no, sir, not really. Uh, I just know um, if a good opportunity comes, I'll take it, and uh, I'll just be forever grateful because, I mean, this is like the second year of NIL, so, I mean, everything is pretty new, and but we'll all get used to it, and I think it's a good thing for student athletes to have, especially building their name and their brand, so I think I just think it's a good thing. I don't really see it as pressure or anything. You know, it's it's September. It won't be long before November rolls around and the season starts. I can imagine you're, you know, pretty pretty psyched to get ready for the season, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. Last question for you: um, Did you ever? I mean, I always ask this. Did you play other sports growing up? When did you think in basketball you were pretty good? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I played football for one year, but. There's too much contact. So <laughs> I decided to stick with basketball. You didn't like that contact, huh? No, not at all. When did you think but, you were pretty good at basketball? Around, I would say, middle school. And then you, you kind of just took it from there, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I, I want to end with this. Um, if if your dream – do you think you're going to grow? I mean, you're, you're listed at 6'5". Do you think you'll yes, grow sir. anymore? I think I got two more inches in me. <laughs> okay. What do you think your biggest adjustment's going to be from playing high school ball to college? Uh, definitely getting stronger and being able to play smarter and I'll play at my own pace. Don't let anybody rush me. And just knowing the game, knowing who's around, knowing what to do at certain times. Well, I know one thing. Gator fans are excited about a new coaching staff, a new regime, and new players, and a new team. And you're part of that. Denzel, thank you for taking the time to do this and look forward to talking to you again and see you during basketball season. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. You got it, man. Thank you. Denzel Aberdeen, freshman basketball guard on Todd Golden's Gators. John has been waiting. Hi, John. Yeah, Steve, I apologize. I'm, this is my second time calling today, but I wanted to talk about some of the questions you got that's been posed this past week, especially on Inside the Huddle. Uh, you either had an email or somebody called maybe and said that they want to see the fullback. And I just think that, you know, fullbacks don't usually be very successful in this day and age of game. But I'd like to see a two-back set with Etienne and Johnson in the backfield at the same time that they run off that option. I just think that, you know, with that aspect, I know that Kentucky had great def- uh, linebacker help. So I-, I think if those two guys are on the, same- on the field at the same time, one goes split you know, even going up the middle, I think that could be a, a kind of effective play. I don't think you do it every play, but I think that that formation could kind of create confusion for a little bit of teams. What do you think? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy because I was yeah. more of an offensive guy than a defensive guy. But, right. look, it all depends. I don't care if you have empty backfield, two right. guys in the backfield, one guy in the backfield. What is that offensive play designed to do okay and when you have two guys in the backfield what's the other guy do right most well, of the time it's a blocker if you, what i'm what i'm looking at as far as the speed option either left or right with with uh, richardson i think he's he's shown throwing the ball early in the season the last two games i mean the two-point conversion obviously against utah he got out i mean he, he scrambled and he got outside the pocket i think he's more effective 
when he's rolling out and throwing the ball. I see you cut the field in half, but I just think rolling right and, and doing some sort of speed option with, with one running back, whether it's left or, or, or going to the left or right, I think that that creates some sort of confusion a little bit for the for the defense. That's I mean, I'm not no expert. I'm not, not getting any of the coaches, but I just see the same thing. Get him out of the pocket. It would be more effective. Yeah, I was more or less talking about your two-back scenario. but Right, right, right. Yeah, one goes, like I say, you have a two-back set, and you roll left, or, you know, one goes left, one goes right. You know, I mean, obviously, if they're going to roll left, right, you know, obviously everybody's going to shift right. You know, obviously that takes away the, the running back that goes left. Or even the guy that, you know, one of the guys goes up the middle. If you hand them off to him, or even if you're not, I just think that having those two guys, dynamic, dynamic players on the, on the field at the same time, I think creates some sort of uh, intrigue to, for the defense. All right. Thank you, John. Thanks. Appreciate your call. Cleveland, hello. Hey, hey, Steve, how are you? All right. Hey, I, I think I saw this correctly this morning. I was reading through games this time. Did Florida only drop from 12 to 18 after the Kentucky game? In one of the polls, yeah. Okay. Was that surprising to you? Uh, what do you think uh, contributed that for them not dropping lower than that? Um, well, I think the first two weeks of the AP poll that I have seen, I think some voters on the AP need to get some eyes. Because <laughs> I, I think it's been wacko. Uh, you know, and, and look, if, if Florida, and I'm taking nothing away from Florida, okay, but you're talking about a team that at the beginning of the year – People thought would be what seven and five, eight and four, nine and three, right? And all of a sudden, you're the twelfth best team in the country. Come on, that was the president. And, and and Kentucky, I mean, if if they're the ninth best team in the country, I I don't know. I mean, they they did not play well against Miami of Ohio. They won. Didn't play great against Florida, but they won, and that's all that matters is winning. But I just thought. I just thought some of the placements of some of the teams in that poll were a little confusing to me. Who votes in AP poll? Just AP writers? Yeah. There's, there, there's okay. a coaches poll and then an AP poll. Coaches vote, well, coaches are supposed to vote in the poll. Sometimes people vote for them, but that's the idea. Okay, and last and I hang up and listen to this. How, how successful do you think um, Golden can be with this team in its inaugural season? Enjoy your show, man, and thanks for your comments and your answers. Cleveland, thank you. Um, if you go to bracketology, Florida is projected to be in the NCAA tournament. And I, once again, I, I'm going to say this and maybe make some people mad, but, you know, oh well, okay. That wasn't good enough sometimes when the previous coaching staff was here. And I always think that a new staff gets, deservedly so, a little while to do what they do. And that's the way it should be, okay? Lenardi, uh, I believe his last one was uh, September 6th, okay? And when you looked at the bracket, uh, the SEC pretty well represented a&M was an eight seed. Auburn was a four seed. 
Alabama a six, Tennessee a two, uh, Kentucky a one seed, believe it or not, uh, Arkansas a three seed, and Florida a ten seed. Ten. And that's about where I think Florida ought to be going into the season. That sounds about right. So if, in fact, that's where they end up as a 10 seed and get in for the first year, I think you take that. But I can promise you that if Florida goes to the NCAA tournament three straight years and gets bounced in the second round, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. The honeymoon will be over. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jolie Katzen. Starting off with an exciting Thursday night football matchup with both teams coming off strong week one wins, the Los Angeles Chargers face the Kansas City Chiefs tonight at Arrowhead Stadium. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 8. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will travel to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays for the last game of a five-game series. The Blue Jays have already won three games and look to extend their lead over the Rays. In high school football, the Gainesville Hurricanes host the Clay Blue Devils tonight. The Blue Devils currently have one win so far, and the Hurricanes look for their first win of the season at home. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for years and years. As a matter of fact, now they could really use your help. It's in Palatka, and if you have, if you have an unused or unwanted car, truck, boat, any vehicle, RV, anything, any kind of vehicle, consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch because the facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and it is totally sustained by the donated vehicles. And they learn real-life skills. They repair the vehicles. They resell them. They do all the work themselves. Donations are tax-deductible, and it does really help a great cause. Your generosity is appreciated and very helpful. For more information, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Medicare open enrollment is October 15th to December 7th. Volunteers with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs Shine program are available to help with your Medicare questions, virtually or by phone during COVID-19. Shine is open and ready to help you with local and unbiased counseling and assistance. Visit floridashine.org or call the Elder Helpline at 1-800-963-5337. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. Buy a boat from Polaris of Gainesville. Tie on a tube. Toss on a lure. Take a cruise. Ranger boats are known for exceptional performance and unsurpassed design and craftsmanship. Polaris of Gainesville is your one-stop authorized tracker marine dealer for Ranger fiberglass bass boats, aluminum bass boats, pontoon boats, or Ranger's legendary saltwater series. All powered by Mercury. Enjoy the biggest playground on earth. 
Visit Polaris of Gainesville and take your Ranger boat out to play. Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, -side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any maker model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Polaris of Gainesville is also hiring. Apply in person. Visit PolarisofGainesville.com. Fall needs more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. Hello, friend. Al Purnell here, the sausage man, for Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folks Sausage got its name. Well, Old Folks was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things. That's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old-time way, and that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage, because it's good. Saturday morning at 11.30, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Great email here uh, from Kansas Gator. Do you think the Braves will re-sign Dansby Swanson? Or are they going to usher in somebody else from the farm system? Uh, he said, what's the worst trade in recent baseball history? The J.D. Drew trade... Atlanta made with the Cardinals has to rank pretty high. Go Braves. Nice to see your Mets doing typical Mets things. Yeah, well, your Braves aren't playing great either. Uh, I'll say that, Kansas Gator. But, uh, look, they opened up negotiations with Swanson last month, and I don't think he has uh, signed a long-term deal. The Braves have locked up, I think, everybody else in their infield besides him. And if you look... Last year, when uh, Trevor Story, Correa, Corey Seager, uh, record haul for shortstops. Do I think that Swanson is in that group? He's having a he started out terribly. He's having a good year, um, but it's going to depending on the length of the contract. I mean, Correa signed for three years and one hundred and five million. Story, six years, 140-something million, I think it was. So it'll take some money. I don't think they have re-signed him yet. Brett, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Hey, listen, I'm a Braves fan also. But this year, to me, seems a lot more fun watching the Braves and the Mets go at it. More fun than... 
the Braves are 10 games behind. They build that back, and they beat the Mets. It's Mets by 10 games at the end of the year. This year is different. The Mets have a, a good ball club. They play good baseball. They play sound baseball, and so do the Braves. So, you know, it's going to come down probably to the last weekend in the season. But I just I have to say, yay Mets, because it's been a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, I think as a fan, I mean, look, look what the Dodgers have done, right? Now, last year, they had the Giants, and they went neck and neck. And I think from a fan standpoint, you like that. You like seeing good competition. And, you know, the Mets faded last year, as we all know. They're fading now, but at least they're still in first place as they fade. So, yeah, you'd like to see that. I mean, you want to see your team eventually win out uh, in that struggle, but I think it's good for the game. I think it's good for the sport uh, when there's good competition. I think it's great. I, I I have to say I wouldn't be dis I would be disappointed if the Mets won the division. But the Braves are going to be there anyway, and the Mets are going to have to beat them ultimately in the end, probably go anywhere anyway. So yeah. it's going to be a lot more fun this season. All right, appreciate you, Brett. Thank you for your call. And here's the thing: Does anybody remember if you win a division? I mean, it's nice to put a banner up, you know, NL East champions, great. But, you know, for some franchises, that's not a big deal. Now, for the Mets, it is because they've not, you know, for everything the Mets are or aren't, they've not really won a lot. So winning that division would be good. Williams says, who are your projected winners in the playoffs? I, I never say that until I see the matchup. I mean, I, I don't, I can't pick. I don't know who's in it. You know, but who's going up against whom? Who's hurt? Uh, you know, what's the pitching? Ma- I mean, so too early, too early in the process to uh, answer that question because I just don't know. You know, who's going to do what? Uh, Joe emails and says, "Steve, I heard you announced the uh, Gator baseball schedule." Uh, well, no, it's just the SEC portion of the schedule that is done um, by the league. And how about this? The SEC had nine teams in the NCAA tournament, the most of all conferences. And Ole Miss won the SEC's eighth national title in 13 years. Pretty dominant. And remember, a good Oklahoma and Texas program will soon be here. That'll make it tougher, better. And again, Florida opens SEC play March 17 through the 19th, and Auburn is here. We get to see a couple of teams we don't normally see. Uh, Auburn comes here. Florida goes to Ole Miss. That place always rocks. As I mentioned, last regular season weekend, we go to Bluebell Park. And I love going there because of Bluebell ice cream. Yeah, man, that's fun to eat. Uh, I don't like being on the road before going to the SEC tournament again, but the way it is. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. I wanted to ask you about two or three of these games. Here comes the weekend. All right. Um, boy, it uh, looks like there's some money on the table on this uh, Miami-Texas um, A&M game all of a sudden. Well, I thought that would be a good game anyway, but then you throw in – you know, A&M's struggles, 
look, I, I don't, I didn't see enough of him, but I didn't, and I'm not at practice. It baffles me that Max Johnson is not their quarterback. I thought he did a pretty good job with LSU. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he is the quarterback for that game. See, that'd be a bitter pill to uh, – I like CoachesHotSeat.com. I've recommended it to you before. There's a formula. It's not a fan site. And they got Jimbo number one on there. Yeah. Man, that'd be a bitter, that'd be a bitter pill for Texas A&M to, to fire Jimbo. They're thought to be a fringe playoff contender this year. He's got that totally bought and paid for recruiting class coming in. If you're Texas A&M, uh, you probably won't mess that up. Could, could they do something to him? What do you mean, could they do something to him? Fire him. Well, of course. Yeah, that's the easiest question I'll get all day. Of course. I mean, he's got a hundred and something million dollar contract, doesn't he? Uh, you know, you know what's in, in Texas, my friend? <laughs> I know, I know. But what what is bio? Oil. Yeah, I mean, Wonder- it doesn't matter now. I mean, look, look what here's a perfect case in point. Nebraska could have waited to fire Frost and saved money. They yeah. didn't. Why? One of the reasons is because. That conference is flowing in money now, right? So the the payouts these schools get now from these huge television contracts helps in that situation. And um, on the other side of the table, there, I want to ask you other, one of the game and clear out on you. But um, Hurricane Mario, I listen. I'm a Dolphins fan, so I listen to a lot of WQAM Joe Rose in the morning. Sounds like a great sit down there, but um, you know, that's first big test for that dude too. They could have hired Kiffin or somebody else. Well, look, you want Miami, they already had a coach that had Miami roots. It didn't work out. But with Cristobal, uh, I think it's going to work out. Now, will they be the U? You know, will they be as dominant as they were, you know, back in the day? Probably not. But, you know, if, if Miami is going to be relevant, they've got to recruit South Florida, and he's done a pretty good job of that. And then you got to win games like Texas A&M to get recruits excited. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, first big fit. Last thing for you, Steve. Um, Marcus Freeman. Um, yeah, that's a big game too. I was looking at the line. I believe it's Notre Dame minus eleven. Um, any Notre Dame will tell you. A fan will tell you we're we're Notre Dame. We're this and that. We can hire anybody under the sun. They hired a no a no name coach with no head coaching experience. Now, I'm not even sure. was even a coordinator. Yeah, I mean, see here. How many games are we in the season? I know, Steve, but it's Notre Dame, and then they'll be the first to tell you they could go get some big. They could, you know, they could go get anybody they think they want under the sun, and they hired that guy. They because they liked what he did, and they thought he was going to be. You don't look. You don't have to be. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is a perfect example of what you're talking about. Okay, how's that working out? Yeah, these these coaches' stocks rise and fall. That's true, but some of them have a a resume and others don't. Marcus Freeman, the the deal on him is he's supposedly a good recruiter, but he had done squats, Steve, to answer your question. Well, then we're gonna. He's, it's two games. Yeah, hang in there, Steve. All right, Mike. Thank you. I I hope to hell I wouldn't be judged uh, sitting in this seat by doing two shows. I mean, come on, that that's what's wrong with fandom now. That's a, that that's that's a perfect poster child for what's wrong with fandom it's two games and look if you want to question his hire at the beginning for what mike's talking about that you know he doesn't have well not every big name hire works urban meyer 
and I'm using him as an example, not cutting on him, but that didn't that looked like a really good hire on paper. It didn't work out that way. Jimbo Fisher looks like a really good hire on paper. It ain't so far, it ain't working out. And look at the hire Arkansas made, a guy that nobody knew. That's working out pretty well. Called a crapshoot. 130. We're going to talk uh, to Eastside's new football coach. Uh, as they get set to play Bradford tomorrow night. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated, for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late-model, low-mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today, Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe-running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A stall front is still sitting near our area, not as humid to the north and west, a little more muggy south toward the I-4 corridor. A mixture of sun and clouds this afternoon, highs in the mid to upper 80s. Scattered evening thunderstorms closer to Lake and Sumter counties farther north, we should stay dry. Overnight, partly cloudy, patchy fog tomorrow morning, lows in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Cowboys are in trouble. I think they know it. But they are in trouble because in the offseason, they did not acquire a backup quarterback that would be sufficient enough if something like this would happen. 
backup quarterbacks at a premium. If you can get you one, you go and pay for that guy. This is where we are with the Dallas Cowboys. Another dud, another dud season for them. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join me every Monday evening at 6 for Gator Talk right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene. I'm Steve Russell. High school football in the area, Bradford and Eastside will go at it. And here to talk to us is the new Eastside coach, Harold Hoskins. Coach, thank you for doing this. Welcome in. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, let's talk about your season so far, Coach. Uh, Eastside's done pretty well. Uh, have you been pleased the way you've played? Uh, yeah, we've been playing pretty good. Got a, a lot of things that we can improve on, but overall we've been playing pretty good. You know, I know you, you came back to Eastside to coach. What made you come back to coach at the school? Uh, honestly, I went to the school and I kind of thought about when I was there, the way we were winning, the way the community was backing us, and I kind of thought, you know, it's not looking too good, and I wanted to come, uh, you know, just get out to my old school. Uh, did you change much? Was there a culture change needed? Did you change things from a schematic standpoint when you got there? Uh, honestly, I just went in there with love. I, I felt like the kids, uh, you know, the community wasn't backing them or, you know, just things wasn't going their way. So I just kind of came in there with love, letting the kids know that I love them. I'm here for them anytime that they need me. And um, they, they, they've been behind there so far. Tell me about Bradford. What do you see? Oh, man, they're a heck of a team. Uh, they got a great defense, uh, some great players on offense. Uh, their run game is, is, is incredible. Uh, you know, that, that'd be a tough and a good game for us right here. Uh, early on in the season, Coach. Oh, by the way, um, for those who don't know, how'd you get the nickname Gator? Uh, uh, my dad gave it to me. Uh, where he's from, he's from a little town uh, down south in Florida. And uh, where he's from, that means go getter. Uh, he told me I was going to be a go getter, so he named me Gator. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah. far, you know, from what you guys have installed, what are the things that you're most pleased with with your team? And where do you think you need to make the most improvement? Uh, honestly, uh, these guys have been fighting adversity. You know, our first game uh, rained out, had, had had those guys, you know, to the school. The next day at 7 o'clock in the morning, everybody showed up. Uh, the next game, Keystone, they get rained out. A few whole game rained out. And those guys just showing up every day ready to go, ready to fight. Uh, so just facing adversity, you know, those guys haven't quit on us. Uh, we've been through a lot. Um I think things we have to improve, like everybody else. You know, just getting better one day at a time. Uh, we can work, always get better on offense, always get better on special team defense. So it's just getting better one day at a time. I'm glad you mentioned the rain, Harold, because I mean I've been around here a long time, and I talked to some of the other coaches this week. I don't ever remember there being this much rain, not only on Friday nights but during the week. Has that hampered you in terms of being able to practice and install things? Uh, yeah, actually this week was our first time. I think we had a full week of practice. Uh, we've been having to go in the gym or go in the weight room, kind of get on the board, watch film. Uh, but it's, it's nothing to complain about because I think everybody in the area has been having the same problem. So we all been at this disadvantage. Final thing for you. You know, a lot is made about, 
you know, leadership and the fact that you got back there to, to sort of, you know, get the morale back up and things like that. How has the team responded to you in, in your view? Well, I think they've been responding well. Um, I've, I've asked a lot of those guys, and like I said, they haven't quit. Those guys have been showing up every day, um, trying to get better, willing to get better, uh, not only on the field but as well off the field, in the classroom, in the community. Uh, when I first got a job, I told these guys, we turned the boys into men, and, and these guys have, you know, they answered the call so far. Well, I appreciate your time, Harold, and uh, don't forget, it'll be Eastside hosting Bradford in its game, and, Coach, we'll get you back on as the season progresses, but thank you for doing this today. Uh, no problem. Harold Hoskins, the new coach at Eastside High School. All right, the rest of the day, it's us, 392-8255. <clears throat> you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, tomorrow it is Prognostication Friday. Your chance to call in and give us who's going to win some of the games on the schedule. Uh, I am going to, I mean, look, I think most people are going to pick Florida in this game. Um, But interested to see what your point spread is. And, again, we'll pick some of the other better games on the schedule. Joe says he'd like to see some design runs with a lead blocker leading Richardson into the hole, similar to Tebow runs back in the day. Like to see Whittemore uh, in place of one of the tight ends every now and then on passing downs. He has good hands, able to get open for Emory Jones. Thank you, Joe. By the way, um, if you this was before my time, but uh, if you're familiar with Gator basketball in the '60s, apparently Brooks Henderson passed away. Uh, Bill, thank you for sending me this um, really good player um, and uh, averaged 17 points a game at one point uh, during his uh, Gator career. And we've had a lot of this recently. Uh, Wayne Peace's wife passed away and uh, John David Francis. It's just, it's sad. Um, but, you know, it's just so condolences to the Henderson family. Bill emails. Uh, he said, who do you like tonight, Chargers, Chiefs? Ooh. I hope this game lives up to the hype because it should be good. If the Chargers are going to be the team that I think some people think they are going to be, it's kind of game you got to win. Kind of game you got to win. They squeaked. Was, did they beat the Raiders last week? I think. I think they kind of squeaked by them. But again, that's a division game, as is this one. So, but until somebody beats the Chiefs, I got to go with them. Wouldn't shock me. Uh, I think the Chargers are good. I think the Chargers are going to be a playoff team. That division, pretty good, isn't it? I mean, take a look at that division. Is Denver the worst team in that division? Probably. But we'll see. Uh, ben with an email. He says, uh, Steve, do you think Richardson throws for 250 or more 
Saturday. Oh, boy. I want to see what South Florida does defensively. Are they going to gear up to stop the run and make Richardson beat them throwing the ball? Because, again, look at the number of passes Richardson threw last week in a competitive game. You know, it wasn't like Florida was down 30 points and Richardson had to sling him all over the place. Um, great question, though. And I don't really know. The, I, I just don't know. I, I, w- I would think that if he's throwing the ball 35 times in this game, there's trouble. Trouble. So I would say he does not do that. And then uh, a reminder, Gator Walk, two hours and 20 minutes before kickoff. There'll be an interactive 360 video booth outside Gate 1 prior to the game. And there'll be night game fireworks for this as well. Ben Shelton, by the way, Mr. Two Bits for this game. Maybe he'll have a tennis racket out there and do you know, two bits, four bits. It'd be kind of cool if he did. He's going to be a really good player on the Pro Tour, I think. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment. So time for your calls, questions, and comments. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jolie Katzen. Week two of Thursday Night Football brings an exciting matchup with Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Kansas City to face Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 8. Moving to high school football, the Gainesville Hurricanes host the Clay Blue Devils tonight. The Blue Devils are currently 1-2 and and the Hurricanes have yet to see a win this season. The Tampa Bay Rays face the Toronto Blue Jays tonight for the last game of a five-game series. The Blue Jays have already won three games and look to extend their lead over the race. Both Gator Soccer and Gator Volleyball are back tomorrow with the volleyball team on the road to Wisconsin to face the number four Badgers and the soccer team will host the Vols. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Are you considering selling your home? Have you received your upfront written agreement guaranteeing the sale of your home at your price? Well, that's exactly what you get from Scott at your home sold guaranteed realty. His upfront written guarantee says your home will sell at your price and in your time frame or he'll buy it. That's right. He will buy it. Having an upfront written guaranteed sale from Scott allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell. Talk about peace of mind. As well as benefiting from the peace of mind, knowing you're going to get to get your price and your time frame, included in Scott's written guarantee is the promise you get the highest price. If at any time a better offer comes along, you get the highest offer, not just Scott's guarantee. Take it from me, he is the guy to call and talk to about this. 352 352- Two zero nine zero 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 three five two two zero nine zero 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 or visit Caldwell has the buyers dot com. 
As a small business owner, you've got inks to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other inks, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Sunday. Let's go! It'll be a divisional battle in the Big Easy when Tom Brady and his Buccaneers sail into the Crescent City for an NFC South showdown with Jameis Winston and the Saints. Pre-game at noon, kickoff at one. Fire the cannon! Catch the call live from New Orleans, right here on the Buccaneers Radio Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Yeah, there isn't much said during the week. You know, the Gator assistant coaches don't talk. uh, And, you know, Billy Napier does speak Monday. And then we'll speak on Wednesday. And then they release the... uh, the too deep. Well, sometimes you have to look. You don't can't take things for granted because Ventrell Miller is not in there after he got hurt last week. And Florida will have at right tackle this week listed as a starter, Austin Barber, redshirt freshman. You look at this Gator team, and, I mean, it is a really, really young team. And that does bode well that these young players will get a year in the Napier system. Now, who knows who's going to transfer, who knows any of that. But if you just look at the, the raw numbers, Florida on offense <clears throat> does not start a senior, at least this week. Okay. Receiver. Now look, a bunch of guys play, but Shorter's a redshirt junior. Pearsall's a junior. Henderson's a sophomore. White 
Agakwin, uh, Torrance, their underclassmen, junior, redshirt, sophomore, uh, junior. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of youth uh, on this team. Both tight ends, juniors, running backs, two sophomores and a freshman. Defensively, uh, you've only, I think, have two senior starters, Amari Bernie. I, th- I think Trey Dean. I think those are the only two defensive starters. So, once again, you're looking at a pretty young group of people. All right, we've got seven, eight minutes, whatever it is left here. Still time to talk sports with you. Three nine two eight two five five, and you can email s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I lost my page. Oops. All right, here it is. Peter says, uh, I know it's only a couple of weeks. Give me your best team, worst team, surprise team, good and bad in the SEC. Worst team? Worst team. Hmm. Probably Missouri. Probably Missouri at this point. Best team, obviously, is Georgia. Surprise team in a bad way, A&M. Surprise team in a good way, I don't know. I mean, did anybody think Kentucky would be the number nine team in the country at this point? Tennessee, to me is the wild card here. Tennessee and Mississippi State. I think those two teams have chances to have pretty special years because they've got two really good quarterbacks. You have a coach in Heupel who's a terrific offensive strategist. They've got terrific receivers on Tennessee. And Mississippi State's got a veteran quarterback that now has worked under Leach's system. The West, again, you know, Penn State plays Auburn this week, and that's going to be one of the games we'll pick tomorrow. That's a big game for both. Remember, they tried to run Brian Harson out of town at Auburn last year, right? He survived it. Well, this is the kind of game you had to win to stay there. And James Franklin just got that huge contract extension. What's he done the last couple of years? So, again, this is a, an important game for Penn State. They barely survived Purdue. So, big game. And A&M-Miami becomes huge for Texas A&M now. Huge. I mean, they've only given up eight and a half points a game. Their defense is good. Miami has a really good quarterback as opposed to what A&M has thrown out there so far. They've struggled. They've scored six touchdowns in two games. The only team that has scored fewer, Florida. Florida's only scored five touchdowns, scoring-wise. So you would think that number would go up pretty dramatically after Saturday, but we will see. Phillip? I'm glad I saved emails today. Um, Philip 
Oh, boy. He says, uh, do you think there'll be a coach at the end of the year fired in the SEC? If things go the way they are for A&M, I think A&M and Auburn are the two places where today the hot seat is the hottest. If Missouri is bad, I think Drinkwitz would have a hot seat next year. you got a brand-new coach at Vanderbilt for all intents and purposes. And look, for Vanderbilt, what's their, what's their ceiling? What do you expect you know, from that coach? Um, so I think, Philip, those would be mine. William, another William, uh, he said, how many games do you pick on prognostication Friday? Well, depending on the week, we normally pick like six or seven, William, and always pick the Gator score. That's what we normally do. And look, there's enough games this week to where it would be all right. It's not a great week loaded with big games, but there's enough. And honestly, there's a couple, you know, within the league that are pretty good. Uh, We are going to pick FSU Louisville as one of them because they play tomorrow. Um, You know, and I'm trying to pick games without a big point spread. But it gets tougher. You know, BYU-Oregon might be one that we do. Penn State-Auburn is probably one I'll do. Mississippi State-LSU, Miami-Texas A&M. So, you know, I'm not going to do Tennessee-Akron, even though Tennessee's Florida's next opponent. You get the idea there, right? Um, So there's not, you know, a lot of marquee matchups, but there's enough that, uh, you know, we'll pick, Six games, and then, you know, we'll have, because I always want to have the magnificent seven. And that includes uh, the Gator game. Two final emails here. Jeff, love the show. Appreciate you doing it. He said, You've done this a long time. Oh my God. He said, How much longer do you want to do it? Jeff, honestly, and I'm not. I'm telling you the truth here. Day to day. Day to day. If I enjoy it, if I have, you know, Otis Boggs, who was my mentor here, longtime voice of the Gators, said something to me once. I never forgot it. He said, if you just don't get a tingle when you're about to do something, Maybe you shouldn't do it. So if I don't get jacked up to come in here and have a little bit of adrenaline rush, probably need to quit. Because that, to me, somebody should be sitting in this chair that has that, that has that passion and has that thing for doing it. I still have it. I hope it never goes away until I finally decide I don't want to do it anymore. But you can always tell when you're getting older because people start asking that question. And look, I think Mick 
doing what he did, you know, when he, I think he could have certainly continued. He was not, you know, his, his game was still sharp. Uh, but anyway, that's the answer. And I hope that, Jeff, that answers your question. It's, it's as honest an answer as I can give you because I, I, I'm serious. If, the, if, if it doesn't give me a thrill or excitement to be here anymore, won't do it. Today, speaking of the voices of the Gators, thanks to Sean Kelly for being here. Also to uh, Jeff Scott, the head football coach at South Florida, for being here live with us today. Denzel Aberdeen, freshman Gator basketball player. Enjoy talking to him today. And don't forget, Gator basketball, not that far away uh, for Kelly Ray Finley or uh, for Todd Golden. And then uh, also a chance to talk to Harold Hoskins, the new football coach at Eastside, as his Rams get set to play Bradford. Tonight, Gainesville will play here, and then the rest of the slate is tomorrow in, uh, in high school football. Thanks to David for producing. We thank you for listening again tomorrow. Don't forget, Prognostication Friday. want to hear from you. Uh, really anxious to see uh, what you're going to pick for the Gators, and I'm, going to add, I'm also going to add another question to your pick with Florida tomorrow, too. Uh, as you call in. So we'll do that tomorrow. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thanks for listening today. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. See you tomorrow for Prognostication Friday. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.